Chapter Eight of Folklore and Legends, Russian and Polish. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Folklore and Legends, Russian and Polish, by Charles John Tibbets. Chapter Eight: The Duck That Laid Golden Eggs. There lived once an old man and his wife. The man was called Abrosim, and his wife Fatinia. They were very poor and miserable, and had a son named little Ivan, who was fifteen years old. One day old Abrosim brought a crust of bread home for his wife and son. He had scarcely begun to eat, however, when Kruchina, sorrow, sprang up from behind the stove, seized the crust out of his hand, and ran away behind the stove again. The old man made a bow to Kruchina, and begged her to give him the crust back again, as he and his wife had nothing else to eat. I will not give you the crust again, said Kruchina, but instead of it I will give you a duck which lays a gold egg every day. Very well, said Abrosim, I shall be supperless tonight. Do not deceive me, but tell me where I shall find the duck. Early tomorrow morning, said Kruchina, when you are up, go into the town. There you will see a duck in a pond. Catch it and carry it home. When Abrosim heard this, he lay down and went to sleep. The next morning he rose early and went to the town, and was very much pleased to see the duck swimming about on a pond. He called it to him, carried it off to his home, and gave it to his wife Fatina. They were both delighted, and put the duck in a big basin, placing a sieve over it. In an hour's time they went to look at it, and discovered that the duck had laid a golden egg. Then they took the duck out and let it walk a little on the floor, and the old man taking the egg set off to town. There he sold the egg for a hundred roubles took the money, and going to the market, bought different kinds of vegetables, and set off home. The next day the duck laid another egg like the first, which Abrasim sold in the same manner. So the duck went on laying a golden egg every day, and the old man became in a short time very rich. He bought a large house, a great many shops, all kinds of wares, and set up in business. His wife Fatina made a favorite of a young clerk in her husband's employ, and used to supply him with money. One day, when Abrasim was away from home buying some goods, the clerk called to have a talk with Fatina, and it chanced that he then saw the duck that laid the golden eggs. He was pleased with the bird, and examining it found written under its wing in gold letters, Whoever eats this duck will be a Tsar. He did not say anything to Fatina about what he had seen, but asked her to roast the duck for him. Fatina said she could not kill the duck, for all their fortune depended on it. But the clerk begged her so earnestly that she at last consented and killed it and put it in the oven. The clerk then went off, saying he would return soon, and Fatina went out in the town. When they were gone, in came little Ivan. He felt very hungry, and looking about him for something to eat, he chanced to see the roast duck in the oven. So he took it out and ate all of it but the bones. Then he went off again to the shop. In a little while the clerk came back, and having called Fatina, asked her to bring out the duck. The woman went to the oven, but when she saw that the duck was not there, she was terribly put out, and told the clerk that the duck had disappeared. At that the clerk flew into a great rage, and said, You have eaten the duck yourself, of course, and he got up and walked out of the house. In the evening Abrasim and his son little Ivan came home. When Abrasim did not see the duck, he asked his wife where it was, and she told him that she did not know. Then little Ivan said to his father, My dear father, when I came home in the middle of the day for dinner, my mother was not in. So I looked in the oven, and there found a roast duck. I took it out and ate it all but the bones. 
but I do not know whether it was our duck or a strange one. Then old Abrasim was in such a rage that he thrashed his wife till she was half dead, and he turned little Ivan out of doors. Little Ivan began his journey. Where should he go? He determined to follow his nose. For ten days and nights he went on. Then he came to a town, and as he stepped to the gate he saw a great many people assembled together. Now these folks had been taking counsel, their Tsar being dead, as to who should succeed him. In the end they agreed that the first person who came in at the city gate should be made Tsar. Just then in came little Ivan through the gate, so all the people cried out together, Here is our Tsar! The chief folk took little Ivan by the arms, conducted him to the royal apartments, put on him the Tsar's robe, seated him on the throne, made obeisance to him as to their Tsar, and waited for his commands. Then little Ivan thought he must surely be asleep and dreaming all this, but at last he knew that he must really be Tsar. He was heartily pleased, began to rule over the people and to appoint his officers. A short time after he called one of them named Luga to him, and said, My true friend and good night, Luga, I want you to do me a service. Go to my own country, go to the Tsar, salute him from me, and ask him to deliver to you the shopkeeper Abrasim and his wife, so that you may bring them to me. If he will not deliver them up to you, tell him that I will lay waste his country with fire, and will make him himself my prisoner. When the servant Luga was come into little Ivan's country, he went to the Tsar, and asked him to let Abrasim and Fatinia go away with him. The Tsar was unwilling to let Abrasim go, for he wanted to keep the rich merchant in his own country. He knew, however, that Ivan's kingdom was very large and populous, and being therefore afraid, he let Abrasim and Fatinia depart. Luga received them from the Tsar, and conducted them to his own native country. When he brought them to little Ivan, the Tsar said to his father, Yes, father, you turned me away from your house, and I therefore bring you to mine. Come, live with me, you and my mother, till the end of your days. Abrasin and Fatinia rejoiced exceedingly to find that their son was become Tsar, and they lived with him many years until they died. Little Ivan ruled for thirty years in good health, and was very happy, and all his people loved him sincerely to the last hour of his life. End of chapter 8 Recording by Philip Gould